George Kilpatrick in Spirits for the Nation celebrating people we feel good about. So last time we had these two folks on, they were sounding the five alarm fire. They said, we got to get our folks reading, reading, reading. Sam Rouser, executive director of On Point for College. Eva Williams is the director of retention at the Syracuse City School District. And so I saw Eva this past week and she says, George, we got to come back. We got to come back. So Eva, I'm going to start with you. What we got to do? Talk to me. George, we got to come back. We have to keep literacy at the forefront of the minds of people in Syracuse. We have to grapple with ourselves every single day that our children continue to struggle with reading, writing, speaking. And I'm going to add doing math, knowing numbers. But mm-hmm. that's going to be our next part of this process. But we have to keep literacy at the forefront of the minds of everyone locally. But I dare say this problem is a national problem. I mean, it certainly is a national problem. We know that. Uh, and the statistics are staggering. And so I know you guys have been meeting. What happened since the last time we talked, Sam? Because we said it was an alarm then. Did we move the needle? Did anybody say, okay, I'm down to help? What's going on? What has happened since then? Well, George, since our last meeting, um, or the last time we were on the show, we've had about six meetings with uh, uh, an organization that we now have named. Uh, Syracuse Reads Plus. That's what we call, that's the group, okay. That's the group, Syracuse Reads Plus. And we've been able to reach throughout the community uh, and find other organizations that are doing some some work in this area. Uh, The Reading League, they've agreed to come in and work with us. Uh, Literacy Coalition has agreed to work with us. NAACP, uh, Rise Above Poverty. We've had individuals uh, Jerome, Connie, I mean, just people who are doing work in this field that are now coming and saying, yes, um, reading is an issue. It's an issue in our community. What can we do if we can get together and and make something happen? So this is collaboration um, that's being cooked up now uh, where we're, tr- we're putting together a plan for how we move forward. How do we move forward, Eva? Because Obviously, we've been talking, I mean, you as an educator, you're both educators in, 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 in different ways, but we've been talking about this. We, this is the birthplace of literacy, right? Right? Literacy, literacy volunteers. I don't know if law block is this, are they still here uh, as well? But, uh, you know, literacy volunteers, um, Ruth Colvin, right? Bless her soul, yeah. right? So yeah. we've known this, but Where's the disconnect as far as, if you can name it, uh, Eva, where's the disconnect? There are lots of disconnects. Um, And I think, uh, not to point fingers, we've seen a lot of shifts in educational reform that have caused part of the problem. We have uh, families where uh, folks are working, so no one's really home to ensure our children are doing their homework. Um, School, we just came through a pandemic. That has put a huge, uh, made a huge impact on reading and the work of education. So there's lots of reasons why we're struggling with literacy. But what's most important is that we're going to begin to tackle it. And how we will do that from our community level, I'm not talking school district, 
but from the community level, we have to have a common understanding of what does it mean uh, to be a literate person? What are we talking about when we say literacy? And we have to have a common language. We also need to know strategies. So we can help somebody if they're struggling to read, whether they're an adult or a child, because this problem with literacy has no age limit. We're looking at six to 60, you know, five to, to, to 75. We're really looking at a community issue. When I think about um, what literacy means today, and I don't know if I think, I think we got into this last time, but with the rise of listening devices, audio books and things of that nature, where it allows people who have, who process differently to still get information. Are we, is that still considered literacy? Uh, and uh, because I ask that because I know that there's something specific that reading does for you differently than the auditory, but if that's how you process, you process. So uh, what, are we, what are we saying about that? We still have to know, we can do, um, Sam and I were talking about using audiobooks because we both use audiobooks, right? Because um, right? it's entertainment. However, there is something about being able to read the words on the page and comprehend them. If you're going to buy a house, they're not going to put it on audio tape for you. You're going to have to be able to read that contract. Right. Right? You're going to apply for a job. You need to know how to apply for a job. So people do have to know how to read and to write to comprehend what they're reading. And I know that sounded like a crazy question, but I didn't mean it that way. What I meant in, in this age of literacy, in addition to that, how much of what we take in audio wise can count towards that. But you just explained, yeah, but go ahead, Sam. But George, what I was gonna add to that is the, the other part that's missing if we go back and think about this, we were we we've taken away critical thinking, and and we've gotten people to a place where they just believe. We just want you to believe. And once people started believing, they started inundating them with information. You're just getting all this information, and it's so much information. Your information overload, and and you don't know how to critically think and figure out what's right. So they created an app. And so if you want the answer, just go grab the app. And then once they got you to believe and they gave you an app, then they created another app. And so you right. have all these apps that people are relying on to help them get through without the ability, ability to read, comprehend, and critically think through a project. We've got to get back. we got to go take some steps back and get back to that level of being able to read, comprehend, and critically think through things. So, you know, right now, George, if you say to a young person, say, hey, you know, I got this, I got this answer. And they say, wait a minute, let me Google. Google is a tool, not the answer. And you have to understand that. And if you can't, then you're not able to think through anything. And you don't think that you need to know how to read. You think that I can I can get through life without it. And we have to get to that place where we understand that that is the foundation of our learning. Mm. And we have to have that in order to be successful. And right now, we talked about it being a national problem. They did a Gallup poll in 2020. Only 54% of people in America are reading on a sixth grade level. Mm. <laughs> That's a lot of people that are reading below a sixth grade level in this country. So we don't have a, a C average anymore. We're in the DF average. 
when it comes to knowledge. And a lot of that has to do with our inability to critically think. And that's why you see people just going for anything and just following because they just believe they can't think past it. Yeah. And so, Sam, what do you need right now? You talked about the Syracuse Reads Plus group that started. What can the regular, everyday person, given the fact even that you mentioned that, and the two of you can handle this question, but given the fact that you said that for many of our kids who are in school, they've got working parents and things of that nature where the checking of the homework may not be as frequent as it should uh, in some of our communities. So what is it that you're here to do on this second time for the five alarm fire around literacy and the critical need for us to improve that in our community? I mean, the first thing I would say, and, and, and Eva's gonna really answer it, but the first thing I would say is we gotta get people to open up their hearts, their minds and their spirit to lend a hand to the rest of the individuals in the community. If someone can't help, then we gotta be willing to step up and help. Open up our community centers, open up our churches, open up ourselves to be able to help that parent who can't help their own child. Mm. So, oh, you go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say that I'm because I heard you say open up the churches, open up. So what does that look like practically? Because th- that immediate vision that I had is that we have like every church, let's just say for churches and synagogues, that every church had like, you know, there was somebody there to help you read every day um, on your way home from school and you would go to the church or whatever, whatever building is available on your corner there would be some sort of reading program for you, whether it's the library. Somebody's there, sitting there, ready to help you. That's what I'm, and when you say that, that's the vision that I have. And and that's and that's a good vision that we have to keep at the forefront of our minds, George. It's going to take creativity because we're not saying we have the answers, right? What we're saying is we have to help our children and members of our community become literate. We have to do that difficult work. There are already many groups out here working with children, but the idea of how do I include literacy in part of our programming? How do we do that? So maybe for a church, it's not every day after school. Maybe it's a Saturday morning club. If they go to, let's say, Southwest Community Center to the after-school program, there is going to be a reading group for this age group today. Tomorrow, it's another age group. It's going to be a program. um, uh, There's Delta Gems, right? Lambda Kappa Mu has the Capels. So lots of us are working within our social and civic groups with children. It's keeping literacy as a component of everything we do. In addition to the things like tutoring that we can offer in different programs. So if you're running a sports program, uh, YEOP basketball, during that program, you're gonna wanna check report cards. You're gonna say, okay, we're gonna take half an hour of our practice time. And we are just gonna do something to make sure we're adding a reading component to it. So there's lots of, facets that we can use but one we have to understand literacy is important 
Two, we have to have a common language that we're gonna ask questions and we're gonna understand uh, what it is when we're asking what we're saying about literacy. And three, we need to develop the skills to be able to support literacy in our community. And that's all of us. I, I know we focus a lot on youth literacy because you're both working with youth, but you hinted at this, Sam, when you said six to 60, right? And I know that adult literacy is just, uh, adult literacy is also something that's not as easily addressed because uh, now I've been functioningly, uh, but not literate. And so to the shame that I might feel or the that, the, that I might not be, like I've gotten through and I've been able to be successful, but I know that's a little piece that I don't wanna share. Um, and so it's as equally important for us to help adults who are challenged as well and 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 help give them the confidence to speak up and be come forward when they're when they think about um what's going on i know it's a little harder but what liberation there is when you recognize and then start to do something about it okay so that's my soliloquy um <laughs> um one of the things that i'm i'm signed up to do and haven't been able to do it but i've signed up to do it <laughs> is the book buddies through the yep. United Way. Uh, and that program is where you go into the schools and the kids actually read to you and you then support them through some metrics about how they understood what they read, things of that nature. What I'm saying to folks, what you're saying to folks is there's something you could do, yes. whatever mm -hmm. it is, right? All right, so what's the next steps from this so, point? So what we have coming up um, is a partnership with the NAACP on February 22nd we will be showing the film, Right to Read. Right to and Read. And that was produced by, uh, the executive producer of that was LeVar Burton. And you mm. remember LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow yes. over so many years. So he's collaborated with some other folks and they've created this movie, Right to Read. And it's being shown in communities across the United States. Um, that showing is free on February 22nd at 5.30 p.m at the uh, Community Folk Arts Center on East Genesee Street. And after the showing of the film, we will be having a panel discussion to talk as a community openly in a forum about literacy. So this is a great partnership. This movie is being shown nationally, again, so that we are at the forefront in Syracuse, getting ahead of our problem, even though it is a problem. Okay, so we're going to go to that movie February 22nd at the Community Folk Art Center at 5.30. Anything else we can do that you suggest, Sam and Eva? Because, and, and let me just say this. Whenever you need to come on and talk about literacy, just, you know, you know what to do. Holler at your boy. Hey, we need to come on. We got we to gotta keep this forefront in front of people. I, I need you to tell people to do something right now because we it's one thing to be sitting here listening to this and you're watching this wherever you are but we need some commitments so what is a commitment that somebody can make right now well george you, well, you mentioned it i'm sorry Eva, go ahead no go ahead well i was gonna say george you mentioned one thing that you know the book buddies program our kids need help we need people to sign up for it we need people of color to step up and sign up for it thank you so as many as possible you know 
you know, CNY, you know, Book Buddies program, get in there, let's get started. The other thing I didn't mention is Syracuse Reads Plus has a Facebook page. You know, follow us, mm -hmm. get mm -hmm. on there. You know, we're going to be telling you when our next meetings are. We're going to be telling you about collaborations that we're working on. Uh, we're going to be sharing out what people can do. We don't want to do this, um, you know, start something, stop something, start something, stop right, something. Right, right. So we want to create a solid foundation, and then we want to be able to move forward. Uh, so, you know, get with us. I'm and, trying to look it up as out. we talk. <laughs> uh, because yep, we, I got it. Oh, so I have to join the group? Is that what I got to do? Yep. Reading we, we, great by 2028. Join. Okay. There it is. <laughs> yes, I, I'm also going to suggest that people join the Reading League. Oh. And that's that's a local group. They are um, embedded in the science of reading. They've been doing the research for years. And they have partnered with us to support our initiative of supporting our community with learning to teach others to read. But the Reading League has lots of uh, resources that you can access um, to start that process yourselves. Folks need to talk to each other. We got to talk to each other. Yeah, Where and the Literacy you... Coalition is doing some of that adult literacy that you were talking about earlier. So definitely get engaged with the Literacy Coalition. All right, yes. there you go. Literacy Coalition, Syracuse, uh, the Reading League, uh, and they did a whole lot, a lot of work recently to really engage the community and, of course, uh, the two of you. So Sam Rouser, Eva Williams, did we cover it today? Anything else we need to know? February 22nd, mark your calendars, 5.30 p.m. at the Community Folk Arts Center, the Right to Read movie and then panel discussion, the Right to Read movie produced by LeVar Burton. Uh, now, you said Reading Rainbow. Chuckle, chuckle. Most people are going to say Roots and Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's telling our age. That's telling our age. Right, 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 right. right, right. Yeah, that was before my time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You too. Uh, Eva Williams is the director of retention for the Syracuse City School District. And Sam Rouser is the executive director of On Point for College. Sam, leave us with. We always keep it. On point. Inspiration for the nation.